Welcome to the UK Consult Weekly Podcast with Jonathan Bradley and Elton Daddo, engagement practitioners and general consultation superheroes at Bang the Table in the UK. Hi and welcome to the Bang the Table UK weekly ramble through all things digital engagement with myself, Elton and Jonathan Bradley. Um, Jonathan, tell me about your week. I understand you've been talking about all things rapid online deliberation. What even is that? Yeah, what is that? I didn't even, you know, one of the things I like to cover, you know, when we have these chats is what have we learned this week? And I guess one of the things I've learned about is rapid online deliberation. And it's kind of, it doesn't make sense, does it? The phrase, you know, deliberation is slow. Yeah. It takes a bit of time. In this particular case, what we're wrestling with is um, when you look at all the decisions that are being made really quickly because of COVID-19 and governments having to act quickly, what we're trying to do together with um, an organisation called the Ada Lovelace Institute. Um, Oh, yeah and traverse and um involve the involve foundation what we're what we're trying to do is see if we can actually do that sort of in-depth deep engagement um online over a short period of time so it's actually getting a sample of people together a good cross-section of society they're going to try and mimic the sort of workshop environment by doing like an online video conference and we'll come back to that later, I reckon, in this chat. And then they're going to have a week of online deliberation, then another get-together on a video conference, then another week's deliberation, and then another week as well. Um, and during that time, they're going to use um, Engagement HQ to, to talk to each other, to deliberate. So use it, you know, share ideas, um, tell stories. So they're going to do some journaling, have a survey at the start of the process and a survey at the end, so like a deliberative opinion poll, see how attitudes change. Yeah, and it's going to be used to sort of like try and inform uh, government policy. So rather than these decisions being made without the people, at, le- at least we get some considered deliberative feedback into the, into the policy making process. Is that something that's like always been on the cards for them to trial, or has that just been like precipitated by the onset of COVID nineteen? Do you think that's a great question? I think as we get more and more resistance to online engagement being about just a survey as, as people are more resistant to that and as technology enables to do us to do so much more online this was coming um and now i think um you know the time is right so um yeah uh, i don't even know if i answered the question but yeah I, yes is the short i think yes it was coming and now it's happening and it's good um, now it's happening at pace rapidly pace. yeah <laughs> On the subject of surveys, so I was doing an Engagement HQ demonstration yesterday with a prospective client for a national government agency. And it was really interesting because we were talking about the range of tools in Engagement HQ. And they actually referenced, before I even mentioned surveys, hashtag not another survey, which is obviously the campaign that we did last year. But the really interesting thing about it was that they didn't know where they'd really heard it from. It might have been an event they went to. They might have met you or Ray or someone else in the UK. They might have seen it online. They weren't quite sure, but they actually came out with it before I'd even got to mentioning uh-huh. it. That's fantastic. So, when, so the hashtag not another survey is getting into the people's mindset. It's in the psyche. It's it right there. there. Yeah. It's funny it. you should say that because I was at um, an innovating local democracy conference and I was talking to somebody from a county council 
And, yeah. And they told me that they were they they were using hashtag not another survey in their presentation to the uh, to the senior senior management team and the leadership group. Oh, wow. so it's filtering through the psyche of um, a number of different industries then, isn't it, basically, which is really good. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah. But, yeah, on that subject as well, one of the main things that I've been hearing about this week is not that dissimilar to kind of rapid online deliberation, but um, around online communities, so the building of online communities. And I mean predominantly in, in kind of education space, where obviously people are moving online now. Um, and you're, you can never exactly replicate that face-to-face -face activity whereby students are sitting together and obviously living together on campus and things like that. Um, but it's just not enough to deliver an online course and spoon-feed people module-based content. You've got to make them feel part of a community in some way, and that's where the really deep engagement tools um, come in. But I've also heard it among professional bodies as well. I don't know. I don't know about you, but around things like member engagement, where they would spend a lot of time at face-to-face -face events, and really, really crucial part of their um, professional bodies' work is the member engagement side of things, and they're just no longer able to do that at this point in time, face-to-face. -face. So they seem to be replicating that um, in the online environment, but obviously using a safe kind of moderated environment like Engagement HQ to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and that safety element is becoming more important, isn't it? That this concept of safe online places for people to talk to each other. We can't, yeah. people don't want to have all their conversations on the likes of Facebook and Twitter and other social networks are available. They don't want to yeah. have, do they? They want to, you know, especially when it's hosted and, and looked after by like a university or, or a local council or whatever, you know, they yeah. have a if they've got a duty of care you know they've got to look after the people in on their online spaces in their online communities just like if i was to rock up at a town hall for a meeting you know i'd expect it to be hopefully warm and and hopefully, yeah. and hopefully safe and no one's going to verbally abuse me so same thing happens online yeah, yeah and then even if you had gone to that face-to-face -face meeting you'd want to be able to carry on that engagement afterwards so it's not just a case of like a two-hour meeting i've had my say right that's it and i'll wait for the council to contact me um, for example you want to still be able to go on and contribute on an ongoing basis to the plans that they're developing and any anything that they're consulting on um, whatever it may be so it's yeah that's something that really kind of came out this week what would you say is the best thing that, that's happened to you this week i know it's been quite a long week and you probably can't even remember yesterday but <laughs> I think I've, I've, I think it's we're going to have to go back to the the rapid online deliberation. It's it's really it's really great to be doing something innovative, um, yeah. work, working in partnership with some great organisations, and then um, Anna uh, McKeon. I'm going to say that wrong, aren't I? <laughs> she'll pick you up on it i'm sure she'll be yeah, a yeah. follower of our podcast and it's got to be um <laughs> head of engagement at um at um, traverse you know um, yeah. she wrote a brilliant blog and it was out there and people were sharing it on social media so just just making people think you know that's yeah as a as like a, a you know when into as a practice-led business you know we we are we're about practice we're about you know creating better democracies that's fundamental um, yeah. to, have, to get it out there, to have people sharing it and reading about 
some of this stuff is you know that that's that's great isn't it you know yeah i can already see it out there on twitter and there's a lot of people starting to comment on it and, in, and engage with the posts that they're putting out and and also from from someone from ada lovelace as well and i can see that they've posted a lot more about it and linked to that article that anna's done and i won't try to pronounce her surname so therefore she won't get annoyed with me yeah. <laughs> how, how about you apart from like news of you know great great new signings coming at man united you know, apart from apart from that, what um, uh, you know, are we allowed to make sure let people know that we're our allegiances to Man United, Elton? Is that going to will that reduce our listeners? Normally, it's something I'm really ashamed of since about 2012. But actually, <laughs> I've noted now that our unbeaten run has stretched back to January. Um, this is probably one of the longest unbeaten runs since the Derby era. So I'm now really getting slightly prouder again of my allegiance, which is great. I might even dig out the old tops from under in like suitcase under the under the bed and start wearing them again with pride yeah <laughs> um, i join you um, i think what i learned this week is that i know we've got a lot of existing clients who are mobilizing covid sites and obviously they're having to do that quite quickly because council resources for example are really stretched but i was so inspired by something i saw from enfield council yesterday um, where they've used a mapping tool to highlight areas um, and streets and things like that and ask people to drop pins on the map and then highlight areas of concern where they feel that um, social distancing measures should be put in place and I think just that that's quite on the subject of being rapid that's quite a rapid response um, to get people to to engage like that um, and participate and, and also the Cheshire, Chester West Cheshire and Chester West which I can never say um, yeah it doesn't flow does it Cheshire West no. That's the one. It, doesn't, it doesn't work for me and I haven't even had a beer, so it's it's never good. Um, but that site in particular is really, really inspiring. I mean, you've only got to look at the stories boards and it just scrolls down and down and down. So many stories coming in around how communities are pulling together, ideas for activities for children, which are all put up on the ideas board in Engagement HQ. And it just looks fantastic. So I'm shamelessly... Um, plastering that over um, various social media platforms to show people actually what's achievable um, and you can just imagine a family sitting at home with children you know writing their story together reading other people's stories and things like that uploading their photos and also in the education sphere that then gives people digital skills as well doesn't it so it's part of their it's part of an education type thing as well for a family to sit and write a story together so yeah that's kind of the, that's the things that I've learned this week um, how people are now embracing um online engagement more readily after probably quite a lot of fear around it and things like that right what we're going to do now we still need to engage with people we don't really know what to do because we can't have meetings for example yeah and you've got people from all, all, all walks of life going online and yeah and sharing their experiences with their with other residents in in their in in their local community on yeah on sites that are safe and secure and owned by their local council so, yeah, so, yeah yeah and you know it's a safe space and you know that the access to information they've got is accurate because it's within that um that safe yeah. space so there's no fake news rolling around or anything like that so it's uh yeah I, I learned a lot by just reading through those ideas board and those stories about actually what people are doing in communities far flung away from where where i live in east sussex so yeah really good and that's that's real leadership, isn't it, from a local council too? Uh, you know, yeah, correct. Yeah. So 
hopefully we see more of that. And um, just for our listeners, you can see quite a few of these sites on live demo .engagementhq.com forward slash COVID-19. So that's live demo .engagementhq.com forward slash COVID-19. So if you want to go in and have a look at some of those. Brilliant. So what's, what's next for you then? What are you going to be learning about today, tomorrow, and then into the weekend? Well, there's a few, there's a couple of new buzzwords. They're not, they're not new, new, but they're kind of like fallen back into my brain now. And that's the difference between get this asynchronous and yeah. synchronous online engagement. Yeah, I should know the differences with yeah. these. Used to have asynchronous and synchronous learning in the university setting, and it ah. still quite escapes me. It's one of those things where you can just get it, just keep getting it the wrong way around, really. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to mumble when you say it, um, and hopefully the person doesn't doesn't pick you up on it. But I think I think synchronous is everyone in the same room, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're all engaging at the same time. Oh, that was it. Yeah, and then asynchronous is where people will roll on and off and participate in a certain way. Um, but but as a body, there'll still be the same number of people involved. Effectively. Yeah, and that yeah, and that that kind of like that's I reckon that's a that's going to be a big old debate in the in in the world of online engagement because um, you know do we get is there is there real any really any requirement of getting loads of people online at the same time when they yeah. can, drop in and out at their leisure, update their comments, you know, visit, a, go to a discussion forum at eight o'clock in the morning, do their homeschooling. Yeah. Look back in again at one o'clock to see if anyone's picked up on their comment and then and then chip in again. I mean, for me, that's much more sort of like, um, you know, much more beneficial and much more how people work these days, you know. Pick, up, pick up their phone and do a bit of scrolling. Why not pick yeah. up your phone and do a bit of talking to your local council about their plans for you know, local neighbourhoods and parks and things like that? I bet we've done that already about 20 times today. I bet you've logged in, uh, so I certainly have, separately to LinkedIn and Twitter maybe, for example, at least 10 different times on random occasions, but probably yeah. just like half a minute at a time. Yeah, 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 easy, easy. <laughs> you don't have to then get someone in a room you don't have to make someone everyone allocate the same hour to do the same thing at the same time no and there seems to be like a, a fixation with doing that i guess yeah. it's just people haven't thought that there's an alternative it's zoom or nothing zoom or nothing i mean that has been my i don't know i, I i've had a victor meldry moment this week i'm sure i'd like to know if you've had one but you know i just can't believe it how does it go I couldn't believe it. you can do it. You can you do Victor Meldrew? I can't believe it. No, uh, something like that. Uh, he hasn't been on the telly for a while, so I've, I've forgotten how it goes. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Zoom, Zoom. How, since when is online engagement doing a Zoom? That's just yeah. so Zoom is now a verb, and we're not having a go at Zoom, are we? Zoom, we we use Zoom. We love Zoom. No, it's great. I mean, it makes my voice go a bit underwatery if i'm trying to do a demonstration on it but that might just be a personal gripe with, or a laptop issue uh, if they're listening i reckon they need to get in touch with you they probably are they're probably it's probably coming straight through the camera as we speak someone yeah probably is. <laughs> so you know it's like no stop it everybody um it's really not a good experience to you know get 50 people 
all online at the same time as part of a public consultation. It's the equivalent to getting 200 people in a village hall, which was built for um, 50, getting 200 people in, all the people at the back can't see. Uh, yeah. You can't hear what's going on. And you just end up getting angry with the with the with the person from the council at the front who's trying to do a presentation on the, the future of the town centre. It's it's yeah. you know it's bad practice. Um, it's the opposite to, of the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know don't confuse things. Yeah, and it's like so Zoom is use Zoom by any means and whatever else there is like uh, live streaming on YouTube and things like that. But it's only like a small part of your online engagement. Yeah. You know, there's there's so much more that that can be done through discussion forums, wide and ideas, tools, and mapping, and all that. I think that's you had anything really sort of like got your got your back up this week in the world of digital engagement. Is there is there such a thing? No, not really. I think it's just more a general reticence at times for for people to see the intrinsic value of doing it at all rather beyond just like a tick box exercise and i haven't got anyone really specific in mind but it might just be some things that i've seen um online like you say where they're trying to shoehorn something like a zoom meeting into being like online consultation and engagement but it doesn't meet any of those needs whatsoever that yeah. we know to be true so yeah that just a kind of little general malaise in the back of my head around few things but nothing's really really irritated me to that extent well not yet but it's only what thursday lunchtime so plenty of time you're, you're not as grumpy as me though are you <laughs> <laughs> no you're i'm only you haven't reached the grumpy phase of your life so oh. you know i think there's probably going to me be me who brings grumpiness to the podcast <laughs> every week um, so even so, if it's something really joyous that you're watching, you can still kind of get a haze of like antagonism and annoyance out of it. Yeah, you know, like especially like news presenters, they're all too young. The police, you know, they look like they've come straight out of school. It just it just starts happening to you. I think it starts at 45 and then that's it then. And, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to name and shame someone who's slightly older, but if you watch Sky News between sort of six and nine in the morning, um, there's there's probably more of a relevant age group for you presenting that. But I'm not going to drop any names I might, in. I might have a look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Begins yeah, I'm not up between six and nine. Uh, oh, no, no, it's useless because I think there's a, a sort of 24-year-old on after that. So, yeah, just forget it. <laughs> you have to record it and watch it. Brilliant. All right. Well, um, we've caught up, haven't we? I think we've caught up. Yeah. Yeah. So um, carry on next week. Hashtag. Yeah we'll, carry, week. yeah, we'll carry on next week. I mean, in the meantime, I've got to get out those Man United shirts from under the bed and wear them with pride again. I might need to wash them first. I might need to see if they fit because it's been quite a while. <laughs> I don't know if I can find mine. <laughs> I think I gave it away. I think I put it on a dog. I used to buy one a year when I was younger. I mean, I mean, for a twenty-something year period. So, I mean, I have got a suitcase full. <laughs> so, I might pick the ones from the latter period of that time to have more chance of fitting into them. I think. I reckon Man United might need an engagement HQ. They, I think they do. Do Definitely. some like fan engagement. Yeah, yeah, fan engagement. That's right. Let me, let me explore fan engagement because there are a lot of community engagement managers. Um, who work with every football club and yeah. clubs, rugby clubs, etc. As well, let me let me have a look into fan engagement before next week. And I'll well, let me that. tell you something. I know a guy. I met a guy once many years ago, and I'll send you a link on Twitter. 
and I think it is called the um, Fan Experience Company. Oh, brilliant. It's not an experience um, yeah. of people using fans in, around the home. It's like actually supporters of clubs and stuff. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, we have, they have almost 20 years' experience of creating attendance growth in football through improving engagement and experiences. I bet they missed yeah. their targets this year. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a lean Christmas, isn't it? I reckon we should update our listeners next week on yeah. football yeah. and engagement, and then we can that roll it out other sports that are available we'll start off with that and then anything else that we've learned from that week as well brilliant yeah well thank you very Love much it. for listening our super fan on another survey until next week thank you for tuning in to the uk consult join us for future conversations each week as we continue to explore the tremendous meaningful and ever-evolving world of digital consultation and community engagement You can view additional educational resources at bangthetable.com.